Have you ever received emails or unwanted telephone calls offering you investments with high returns and zero risk? If so, you can fall victim to some common investment scams if you're not that careful. Investment scams come in many forms, including pyramid and Ponzi schemes, Bitcoin fraud, London gold, and many others. To tell us about some of them, and with some advice on how to avoid being cheated out of your hard-earned money, I went to see David Nebo, who is the general manager of the Investor and Financial Education Council. First of all, are investment scams common in Hong Kong? Do you think? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> and if I looked at the first six months of 2018, about 800 burglaries in Hong Kong, nearly 4,000 reported cases of deception, though, and that includes investment fraud, romance scams, online scams, and phone scams. So the number of deception-related cases that are reported is enormous, and those are only the reported ones. <laughs> so there's many, of course, that unfortunately the police don't know about, and they give in, they pay the. Uh, the people who trick them. Uh, well, there's, unfortunately, there's a lot of fraudsters that are yeah. preying on the Hong Kong public, particularly the vulnerable and yeah. particularly the elderly. Right. One of the greatest growth areas is romance online right. scams. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we're seeing a number of online investment scams around discussion forums as well, where people lure others in and then give a series of investment tips and then say after three or four weeks or whatever period, now I need to charge you some money. Now, yeah. you should check whether the person is licensed as an investment advisor with the Securities and Futures Commission, and if they work for an organisation, if the organisation is licensed as well. It's a very important check to make. Right. That's, you, you just mentioned about how to kind of validate the, the identity of the people, right? And how can we, how can we spot investment scams? I think... Low risk, very high return is yeah. often a very important thing to look for. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. And unfortunately, we're all in a world where we're trying to build wealth. And sometimes those great opportunities, if you've maybe had not such a good year, you think, why not? Well, ask yourself the question, is it worth it? And share what you're doing with people around you. Share what you're doing with people you trust in the finance sector and your family and others and see if they also think it's too good to be true. Unfortunately, it often is. Right. And also, you mentioned just now, check their, with their licensee. And I guess there are some websites on, online that you can check against their identity, right? I think the, the Securities and Futures website is a good one to choose. But one key group to talk to, if you have any suspicion in regards to um, a scam or any form of investment fraud, is still the police via the Anti-Deception Coordination Centre. Now, they've set up a call centre which is fully staffed. They are getting thousands of calls and we want them to get more. Yeah. 18222, that's the number, 18222. If you suspect that anything you're involved in is fraudulent, if you have questions, call the police and ask them. Even if it doesn't turn into a prosecution, giving them information and when they see a pattern occurring through Hong Kong, then they can act. Right. And what should we do, I mean, in order to be vigilant, protect ourselves against these investment scams? Do you think? I think the first thing is um, be very, very careful of people that approach you anonymously, particularly on Facebook and other social media platforms. Be very conscious of a few things in and around the use of online technology. Block your camera. Yeah. Um, put tape over your camera so yeah. malware cannot 
influence what you're viewing uh, or <laughs> viewing you should I say um, also be very very conscious of passwords and it's really important it's kind of annoying but it's yeah. really important to change your password and yeah. make it a little complex yeah. don't, don't just, use the same password for all the bank accounts for or your birthday <laughs> or those other things and I think yeah. the thing we've got to remember about that is it's really easy for any of us to search online and pick out personal information about each other so you can probably pick that person's birthday where they work their mother's name what their cat, cat name, is called yeah. all yeah. those yeah. things so don't choose those obvious things mix it up with caps small caps symbols a variety of different things in a way that it possibly means something to you and you alone and I guess <laughs> it's very important to be uh, to be careful with what you post on the social media because sometimes you will display some of your personal details very very important to be conscious of that and I think setting privacy settings <laughs> yeah is also really important particularly with with um, Instagram and Facebook yeah, and also, well, sometimes you may receive some emails giving you a link. Um, so, what would would be your advice? Well, I think the first thing to note is your bank will never ask you for personal information uh, in a format that you're unused to. So, if you receive a link asking you to give you your password, that's a sure sign that something is wrong. Um, I think you should check before you click any link. Yeah. especially if it's finance-related or investing-related, to the point where you should say to the company concerned, I really would prefer you didn't do this unless it was a known person and a known conversation you were having. But also beware that fraudsters in Hong Kong are particularly sophisticated. We've seen several circumstances of people setting up offices that look very grand and people are invited in to have conversations and then only afterwards they found out that it was only there for a week. Set, set up, right? yeah. Exactly. Okay. So we do have to be alert right. and we do have to be on guard in regards to... And it really comes down to dealing with trusted people, yeah. licensed people and, and licensed organisations. Right, and sometimes they may give you some positive return in the, in the beginning, right? And they will kind of build your trust. Yes, and it feels so good when you get that first return and then yeah. mm, sometimes and then, there's not many others. Right. And, okay, if unfortunately people listening fall victim to these kind of investment scams, what should they do? Well, I think the first thing to do is be honest. And this is particularly an issue with romance-related scams because it's embarrassing mm. for many people. And I think that feeling of, oh, what have Shame. I done? yeah is something that is indicative. And that's why there aren't many reported cases. We believe there's many, many more that do occur. It's not embarrassing. Professionals in Hong Kong, very educated people in Hong Kong, are being scammed every day. It is not embarrassing. It can happen to any of us. Yeah. So tell people. Tell the Anti-Deception Coordination Centre at the police, 1822. Call them, tell them your experience, even if you know that this very, it's very unlikely you'll be able to get anything back. Or you never know, they may be able to help you. But talk to people about it so others don't suffer the same consequences that you have. That was David Niebong, the General Manager of the Investor and Financial Education Council. That's it for today. Next week, we'll talk about how to better handle your personal finance during Chinese New Year. Joseph Lee will meet a listener to hear about her financial goals in the new year. And lastly, Peter Lewis will speak to a local entrepreneur to hear about the challenges of setting up a business in Hong Kong. I'm Jimmy Lam. Goodbye for now. <laughs>